What's going on, bitches? It's Commissioner Schwartz here, and also host of the Fantasy Football BAS Podcast. We are on episode number five, and this one is going to be a duty, a duty, a duty, a doozy. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, as we know, we're going into uh, the championship week. Uh, the games are positioned. We have a head-to-head matchup for the coveted plaque as well as a wonderful head-to-head matchup for the Dong of Shame. We're going to be capturing everything for the 1 o'clock games prior, and then I'm going to jump back in in a Part 2 segment to see where everybody's at and talk a little bit more. And I got a little bit of a surprise uh, for the league of something I was working on uh, this morning while I couldn't sleep because I'm just so damn excited to see who is going to take this trophy home. That said, let's get into everything. Uh, certainly I want to start with, uh, talking about, you know, round, round two and, and how we all got here. I mean, there was, uh, as we know, uh, from those that listened to the, uh, the podcast across the board last week was, uh, was awful for, for some people from a scoring standpoint. I mean, it, you know, a lot of players, uh, either got injured, a lot of players either didn't come to show and play. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, a really, really terrible week fantasy point wise to say the least, but because of that, there are two folks that are going to be uh, going for the win and two folks that are going to be getting the coveted dong of shame. So, let's go about a little bit of a recap. So, from a playoff standpoint, for what really matters here, we had Pat and Frank going head-to-head, and I know we all saw Frank's picture of, of his bench and all the players that are currently on it from an injury side of things. Um... It didn't work out for you, buddy. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, you had a couple of your players doing what they needed to do, but overall, uh, with only 112 points, Pat decimated you with a number of players, and we'll see if Pat's team can hold it again this week. So, uh, certainly, Frank, I mean, everything that you did from uh, your, your drafting abilities in round 13 specifically uh, to players you picked up on waiver, a little bird actually, a little tidbit of information just to just to just to get there. Uh, a little tidbit of information told me that uh, um, we both had three dollars of fab budget left, and I had a claim in last night for Alfred Blue for three dollars. However, I took that claim back uh, due to the fact that I thought you know if you really wanted to pick him up, you had the opportunity to do so. I don't see that that occurred. Um, however, I didn't want to go ahead and have another group of text messages and things along those lines. So, you know, um, again, oh, I see Kalen Balaj instead. Okay, cool. So that said, Frank, another, another great year from your end, uh, almost made it. And I believe almost made it should be maybe your next year's uh, team name. Cause you're always close to getting there, but you never quite gotten there. So best of luck next season. Um, for another loser that got into uh, the second round of playoffs and didn't quite make it again, uh, my uh, wonderful brother uh, went up against uh, Tally, and his team shit the bed. I mean, he was one of those uh, unfortunate teams that really didn't get a lot of points from any of his uh, stud players. Uh, unfortunately, Tally took him out with only 120 points. Um, so again, if 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 Frank was facing Tally. He still would have lost by eight. However, it would have been a little bit closer of a matchup. Um, Kyle only had about 72 points, and he had a big old donut from Chris Godwin. 
Uh, Mari Cooper coming off his stellar performance against the Eagles last week only scored 8.3 points. Uh, it was just pretty terrible all around. So that leads us to the championship round. Uh, Kyle and Frank will be competing for the third place. Um, so I will have that ready to go. We'll see how that pans out when we go back to part two. Um, but Pat and Tally are going to be going into the championship and, you know, hopefully, hopefully their lineups prevail and, you know, we have a winner at the end of this. So, um, as we know, as we get, before we get too deep into the championship, we also have, uh, a, a loser bracket too, right? So I think there were a lot of close games that occurred, uh, last week from a loser bracket standpoint. Um, most notably, DJ and Jeremy faced off, and another uh, disgraceful performance point-wise, uh, 75 to 86 points. With that 75 mark, the current Dong of Shame owner is going to be looking to either hold on to that Dong of Shame and love it for another year, and love it every month with wonderful pictures uh, from a holiday standpoint, from a seasonal standpoint, um, whatever you choose to do. Because as we all know, there is a Donga Shane calendar coming out for the loser of the Donga Shane this year. So Jeremy, I wish you all the best as you go into this week hoping to get rid of that Donga Shane. However, it may continue to be yours, but... I will say that your opponent in the Donga Shame, Mr. Alex Galicepis, probably could take it back. And remember, Alex has had this Donga Shame before, and he loved that Donga Shame. He used it on many of his uh, conquests uh, with strippers and crackheads and bigger women. Um, so I'm really not sure how how clean and, and fresh that Donga Shame is. However... He could potentially use it to leverage um, other conquests in the future. Because when he faced off against me, we had one of the most terrible bouts going into uh, Monday night. And with only 50 points scored, Alex now has to face off against Jeremy. I will say, early projections will stipulate that Let's see. Alex has a slight projected lead. Um, unfortunately, Blue Waffle Supreme already had his defense and kicker go, and they only scored a combined nine points. So hopefully, with David Johnson, Allen Robinson, and Ben Roethlisberger, I would say would be the top two, top three. Jeez. Um, we'll see what happens. Did I say Allen, Allen Robinson? Did I really say that? Um, I meant Adam Thielen. Sorry, I'm looking at it. But let's see where, where Alex and Jeremy come into play. Um, let me look at some of my notes here. Well, actually, I think it's probably a good time now to, to hear one of the DOS contestants uh, talking poorly about the other DOS contestant. Let's see what we have to say here. I would like to thank all of the players that made this season so special. To David Johnson, thank you very much for your 30 yards, three catches for seven yards apiece. 
Ben Roethlisberger, thank you for your four picks a game. That was really special for me. Uh, Devontae Freeman, your half a quarter worth of work this year really helped my team. Brandon Cooks, you had a great three-game start, but now all you do is catch four game passes a game and get covered for the rest. Adam Thielen, wow, that was a great first start of the uh, the season, but now you're not. Apparently, you pissed off Kirk Cousins, and he doesn't throw you the goddamn football anymore. Thank you, everyone, for getting me through the this great season. And here we go for the dong. Well, got a little cut off there at the end, but as you can see, that Jeremy is just really, really excited that he is uh, contending for the dong shame, and like a true gentleman, he didn't. He's not going against the person he's playing. He's going against his team. He understands that he had a good team. And like so many of us, some of those players just haven't performed. And really, when you compare his team versus Alex, I can see why they're both in the same boat. They had a great start between Thielen on Jeremy's team and Cooper Cup on Al's team. Um, However, with injuries and pissing off other teams' quarterbacks, uh, they're not so much where they need to be anymore. Jeremy, I appreciate your candid response, and and thank you for uh, submitting a little clip in regards to how you feel about your team and how you feel about potentially having that dong on your shelf and posing for 12 pictures with it. Uh, Should be interesting. I wish you the best. Uh, Same with Alex, and we'll see after the 1 o'clock games how things, uh, things stand out. Um, there will still be a couple players to go. We have the battle of the quarterbacks, Roethlisberger versus Breeze at 425. So that should be really interesting, and that will come into play uh, with a little thing that I did later. Uh, most of Al's players are going at 1 o'clock. However, Jeremy has some leeway on Monday night with Doug Martin, so maybe he'll have a good game, and he has a lot of players going at 4 o'clock. So... Should be in Al's favor after 1 o'clock, but plenty more to go. So before I get into the uh, the championship and talking about the players uh, and the teams that are, that are playing for that coveted plaque, I think it's time to talk a little business in regards to the league, right? So a couple things I wanted to bring up very quickly. I wanted to talk a little bit about potential rules that we'll have to vote on. Uh, So I'll have this recording to go back and and understand what we've discussed. Um, There was a little bit of a debate around the IR slot uh, this year. Um, And I did go back into my notes and do recall that the player truly had to be listed and designated as an IR. Um, I wanted to record this uh, segment from the fantasy regulators on CBS, but they talked some more detail around the IR slot. And they were very, very in favor of the notion of they have to be designated with an IR. However, in thinking about the stipulation of the IR spot and thinking about how some players may not be listed as IR and they might be out, you know, this is something that I feel like if we maybe we've gone to vote already. I know we've we've talked about this, but 
I do think we need to vote against this again. So going into the 2019 draft, uh, we will discuss if it is truly someone with a designated IR slot in their name or if they are, are out. Um, so we will, we will put, that, put that one to a vote. Um, talking a little bit about the, uh, the championship and uh, one of the players in it, uh, got a text as I was trying to get some information from each one of uh, the challengers in the championship, and uh, a thing was brought up in regard to $0 bids. So as you know, we've, we work off a $100 FAB budget. Uh, when that FAB runs out, so does your ability to pick up players. However, um, I am okay with potentially thinking about making $0 bids for waiver claims in the 2019 season. So that would be the second item that we have discussed. As always, I will be sending out a, a friendly reminder email to bring any proposed rule changes, etc. to the table. Uh, but those are the two that I have listed <clears throat> right now in terms of where we're at. The second piece of league business that we need to attend to is the payouts for first, second, and third this year. As you know, we up to the league because we're all such dedicated BAS uh, members to $150 buy-in this year. So obviously the payouts are going to get a little bit higher, which is a great thing for people like Tally, Pat, Kyle, or Frank. For the rest of us, especially your commissioner who only has $1,100 in his PayPal account right now, so I'm going to be having to pay out around $700 out of my own money which is fine because I spend money, we all spend money, I don't transfer the funds back, and here I am. So it is definitely something um, that we need to, uh, to, to deal with. So payouts, very simple. Uh, the jail pot has, is, is still in, intact. I don't believe it got voted out. So no one on anybody's team got arrested or anything along those lines. I know there were some allocations on Tally's team in regards to Mr. Kareem Hunt. Um, however, there wasn't an official arrest, only a video of him kicking some bitch uh, down the stairs in the hotel. So that does not qualify as the jail pot, as we know. So that said, the jail pot goes back into the total funds of everything that we have uh, going to distribute to the first, second, and third place winners. So, First place this year will receive uh, $1,100, second place will receive $600, and third place will receive $160. That's based off the same percentages as, we, as we've used for the $100 buy-ins, uh, so there shouldn't be any challenges there. Um, considering I should see most of the contenders over the next week or so, I will have your money one way or another. So the one rule that we've kind of instilled informally uh, you know, the first and, and, and second in the championship contenders, so this would apply only to Tally and Pat this year. Um, you guys can split it up. You guys got $1,700 to, to split however you want. So if you guys want to throw back a text and, you know, split it evenly or whatever the case may be, you just let me know. I'd leave that up to you. And if not, 1100 for first place and 600 for second place. So best of luck to you both. And let's go a little bit into the uh, the championship uh, battle. You know what really matters in this league. You know who's going to take it. Who's going to take it home for season seven? The current holder of the plaque is is none other than Patrick Bagley. Dude made it two years in a row. Guy's killing it, right? Ever since he stopped drafting Eddie Lacy early on, killing it. 
So, I mean, it's really, it's really exciting to think about, you know, someone winning back-to-back um, in championship. And it's even more exciting knowing that it's not Josh or Ben. So I'm really happy uh, for Pat and his potential conquest to, to do back-to-back uh, ch- championships. So um, that said, let's take a look at the projections. Projections as of right now have Pat at 132 and Tally at 122. Uh, Justin Tucker had a real nice performance uh, against the uh, the Chargers. Scored ten points already, so uh, so he got the kicker out of the way, but got a good performance from his kicker. Um, surely, with the lineup of of Ryan Cohen, Mixon, Brown, Adams, Njoku, and Hamilton, which is going to be an interesting uh, addition there. Um, looks like a strong team, so we'll really have to see what goes on in terms of playing here. Um, I don't know if I'm looking at if I'm looking at the teams right now. I, I think I think Pat might have a, a chance to uh, to repeat. I mean, less work for me. I just got to put another placard on there. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I always like to do another picture, regardless. So we haven't had this this, this situation just yet. So I want to. Uh, we've had Josh win it twice, but not back to back. Um, so I do want to do something, do something different for uh, 2018 victory if, if that is in Pat's, uh, Pat's future. However, Tally will um, certainly try to defend that um, with his, with his uh, lineup. I mean, I think it's a pretty, pretty stellar lineup in regards to who he has going uh, between Peyton Barber, who's been pretty consistent. Uh, Chris Carson from a running back standpoint, uh, we like him. I'm also playing him in the... Uh, in the Dynasty uh, Championship. So for uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, we'll be playing Chris Carson, so I'm looking forward to that. Julio Jones and Diggs and Kittles, I mean, it, it can really go in any way. I mean, those guys have been all-stars uh, uh, every every other week. It's just a matter of, like, which week are they going to be all-stars. It's really, really difficult. Um, I understand that uh, that Stafford is probably not the, the guy that you want to have in your, in your, in your quarterback uh, right now, but, you know, you did have an opportunity for Cam Newton if you wanted to do that, and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Stafford gets out of his funk and throws a t- ton of touchdowns to uh, to Galladay. So I'm going to pause right there because with these podcasts, I like to incorporate you know what's going on in, in the Dynasty League that a lot of you guys participate in. So in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, we do have two BAS uh, members who are also competing for the championship in Dynasty. Kevin, Magic Man Shelley, is going to go against yours truly, the commissioner of the BAS League in LEG Dynasty. Uh, early projections stipulate that um, I could take it down, but I know with Kevin and all the magic he has up his sleeves that it could be something, uh, you know, not really sure what, what could happen. Uh, so, Kevin, I wish you all the best. Uh, I will not... Uh, shit talk against you because you're always a, a great opponent um, and a world-class uh, string text messenger messenger so I you know let the best team win as I said to you the other day um, one of us are stealing the crown though from uh, from tally so going back to BAS think about this tally won dynasty last year and now is going for a championship in in BAS I'm sure in his other leagues which I don't know the stats of him He's either in the playoffs or in the championship. I mean, this kid just lives and breathes fantasy football. Um, 
just just really really intelligent the way that he drafts, how he thinks throughout the year, um, trade offers that he makes in dynasty. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for what Tally does in, in this uh, in the fantasy football arena. You know, and you know while he's battling battling Pat, I mean, you know, I really wish you guys all the best uh, in regards to who's going to take it. So that is a little quick intro to everything we have going on for um, the final week of the playoffs, guys. I mean, here we are, another season in the books, uh, another year in the books. Uh, we'll have a champion and a, and a loser very, very shortly uh, in the next two days. And, uh, yeah, we, we also got the holidays. So um, since I'm pretty caught up on wrapping presents and buying shit, I am going to do a part two rather than just continue on here. Uh, I think it would be cool to, to look at where everything stands after the 1 o'clock games and where the projections currently are versus where they are then. Uh, so I'll be coming back to you guys in a, in, in a few hours. And I also, um, as I mentioned earlier, worked on a special treat or at least something that I think is uh, pretty entertaining uh, just, to, just to keep it festive, you know, keep the holiday coming. And, you know, there we go. So... Thank you guys for uh, for everything you guys do in this league. I can't say it enough. You guys are all just fantastic people, not so much human beings. Uh, you know, we all have our our dark our dark spots and things like that. So, but I mean, really, great group of guys. Um, wish you all the best as we're going into 2019. Um, so yeah, that's part one. See you guys in a few. All right, guys, we're back with part two of the Fantasy Football BAS podcast. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the league at the 1 o'clock games. Uh, most importantly, our Eagles pulled out the victory. I, I must say I need to take a couple minutes to uh, to get some composure back before I went back into this podcast because that was a crazy game. I cannot believe we pulled that off. It's such a shame that Dallas and the Vikings won, but we're still in the hunt. Big Dick Nick takes us home. Elliot gets a field goal that he missed extra point on, and we're good to go. Really, really exciting stuff. So, whew, I can't believe we won that game. Oh, amazing. Now, let's get back to the championship and the DOS Bowl, what we got going on here for Season 7 of the BAS Fantasy League. I will say, as exciting as some of these games have been, the, uh, the end of the playoff race here and, and the crowning of the, uh, the champion and the DOS is uh, a little... Uh, little not exciting uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say um, so let's get right into it uh, I'll try to close this up pretty pretty quickly I got some uh, something special planned for the end of this uh, podcast so I hope it uh, hope it all goes well we'll have to see how, how it all works out so let's start with the uh, consolidation bracket uh, who, who's going to take third place this year in the league and I will say that it goes without question that regardless of the injuries that came to be, Consensual Roethlisberger is going to be our third place winner. I don't see in any possible circumstance where Russell Wilson isn't going to score at least one point. If that is the case, the most amazing thing I've ever seen, and I'm hoping he scores a lot of points because I have Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes facing off this evening in the LOEG Fantasy League. So far, it's been pretty okay. We got the 4 o'clock games going on, and Kevin's got Brown and Schuster in play. So 
I am having a nervous breakdown as I do this podcast, but there's Mike Thomas for the catch, and I like that. So, very quickly, Christian McCaffrey, again, comes into play, 30 points. Really, really amazing. I mean, I feel like that's all they use him for. Um, Galladay with a good, a good showing. And then Robbie Anderson with the plug-in, 140 yards and a touchdown, nine receptions. Amazing, 30 points from 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 Robbie Anderson. Just com- incredible. Great great plug-and-play there, Frank. I mean, you des- definitely deserve to win third place after after putting that guy out there. I mean, it's just amazing. And I know you had a ton of people injured, so maybe it wasn't much of a, much of a choice, but well done. Um, Kyle, unfortunately, buddy, as much as I love you and as, as, as much as I'll go to hell and back with you, you did not, uh, you know, not pull it off. Tom Brady, um, another big dud. I mean, I, I feel like the GOAT terrain is slowly going to be over. I don't think he'll be drafted as soon as he has been in the past three years. Um, Melvin Gordon, you know, again, that was yesterday, uh, but he still got you some points. Fournette got you a touchdown. Um, Uzama, you know, your boy, you'd like to say it, you sit in the recliner here. Uzama with a good showing, 49 yards and a touchdown, but overall with 105 points and Wilson still got to go, I will say that um, you're officially going to be Bubble Boy this year. So that's um, that's something to uh, to hold true to your heart. Um, you know, what can you do? There's always next season and maybe you won't have crazy injuries and maybe I'll be able to play my, my first round pick. I don't know. But regardless, Frank, great work, buddy. Very, uh, very excited. I'll give you your money uh, next Thursday, um, and then you can potentially just give it back to me, or I don't have to give it to you at all, and you pay, uh, you pay your dues pretty much for next year. So uh, it's up to you. Okay, let's get into it. Um, I think before we go into the championship game, I think we need to take a little quick look at the, uh, at the DOS Bowl, because out of any of the games and matchups that we're seeing today, there is actually a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a competition going on here. Uh, the, the scores are really low as of right now, uh, nothing really crazy going on, but, uh, Big Al's got, uh, 53 points to Jeremy's 37, and as of right now, the projections are swinging a little bit in Jeremy's favor, so I'm really curious to see how this one's gonna pan out, uh, there's definitely, we got the, uh, Roethlisberger-Breeze matchup going on, so let's see who the better quarterback is in, in that game, should, uh, should help out the other team in one way, shape, or form, or maybe they'll both just kill it, I don't know, we're gonna have to wait and see, um, Surely, I see that Jeremy has Doug Martin going Monday night, so this will not be decided until uh, until officially Christmas. Uh, so, so that's exciting. Um, so, somebody is getting a wonderful Christmas present this year, and it's definitely not a PlayStation Four. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I would assume that you know Alex would have something to say in regards to what's been going on, and I don't know, I mean, you never really know what's going to come out of Al's mouth, and, and, and what, um, what position he's going to, to play in terms of any type of real intellectual shit talking, but, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's see. Here we are, championship time, and once again, I'm in them, but not for the money, for the big black dong of shame. It was a week I touched first place, had a great team going. Gronk was killing it, Breeze was hitting 40 points, Cooper Cup, about three other players, Thompson had some great points, all double digits. And then they're all injured or out for the season or just started dropping the ball. Well, just like the waiver wires, I have hit rock bottom and I am east donging down now. The guy I'm playing, though, 4-9. 
I'm playing a guy, rightfully so, in my opinion, in the dong match for against the guy who hit first place. It's pitiful if you ask me. But it's back in that time again. Congrats to the two playing for the money this year. Good luck to you both. And Jeremy, here we go, buddy. Once again, we're both playing for the big black dong of shame. Very well said, Alex. I, I will preface that I did not listen to either the clips that Jeremy or Alex sent me prior to this uh prior to the podcast. Um I was kind of curious in terms of which direction, and I see that both of them actually just chose to to bash on their own team. Um, you know, well suited. There was there was zero shit talking from either one of you. I think you guys are so fearful of what shit talking can do in terms of karma that you chose to just bash your teams. Now, to Alex's point, rightfully so, I certainly think that Jeremy belongs to be in this matchup, and I said, well, there's an interception by. Um, by Drew Brees. Oh boy. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's anyone's game right now. And with the Drew Brees interception, that just doesn't help you out as much, Alex. So, you know, I think the, I think the year that, uh, Jeremy won the league and then, and then won the day, the dong of shame, he went from first to last. So Al, in terms of your opinion from going first place this year, you might be going to last place, buddy. Regardless, both of you guys just, just do a, a great job. Uh, Alex, I see you're actually trying a little bit more in the draft and and making some making some moves throughout the season. Uh, agree with you. I think you had a great team going in from the draft, and you had it going from the from a first place standpoint for a while. And then in, injuries and players being out, unfortunately, just decimated your team. Um, Jeremy, let's not get so creative at the draft. Maybe just go just go uh, with your gut more and and kind of uh, rock through it. Um, Unfortunately, Adam Thielen didn't do too much for you, but uh, you're still looking in pretty good shape in terms of projections right now. So, again, best of luck to both of you guys. Uh, I'll either be getting the dong from Jeremy or, uh, you know, giving him some instructions in regards to uh, the best places to take photos with uh, great capture of light. Uh, maybe a few suggestions. Uh, you know, I will say throughout the off season, we can certainly uh, throw some suggestions out. Uh, in terms of how the DOS may be photographed. So that should be really, really interesting. Um, all right, guys. Here we go. We're in, we're, we're in the, champi- the championship round here. Uh, we're, we're coming down to the wire. Uh, there is a, a little bit going on Monday night from <clears throat> Pat's side of the, Pat's side of the, the, the squad. Um, as of right now, it's not really looking that great for, for Mr. Tally. Um, you know, Rocky's coming in again and, and taking and taking Drago out, you know, and Creed's coming in and taking out Drago's son. I mean, I don't know, man. It just, you know, you get to the spot and then it's just not coming out and working for you. I mean, Diggs did really little. Julio Jones did even less. And unfortunately, I do take back when I was discussing Cam Newton. I wasn't really paying attention to fantasy as much this week and forgot that he was out, so... Obviously, Matt Stafford was the only guy that you really could have uh, could have started in this case, and you know, unfortunately, oh, he's out of bounds. Um, unfortunately, it didn't it did it didn't work out for you for you too much. I mean, you know, I think these things happen. I think throughout the playoffs, we've seen one team dominate over the other. There haven't been a lot of really really close matchups. Um, you know, that said, I mean, there's still a lot of football to be played. Um, 
got Hamilton and, and Denver's D on, on Pat's side, and he's got Tariq Cohen in right now along with Antonio Brown. Um, you know, maybe Chris Carson will have a 30-point game for you tonight. Who knows? Um, oh, that was to Adams. God damn it! Sorry, I have the uh, the 4 o'clock games in, in, in mute fashion on my TV, but I am still watching them. And the Jets and Packers game is still going on in overtime. Man, that would have been so nice. Anyway, back to the uh, the championship matchup. Um, you know, certainly you've seen that my, my theme of this has been that uh, that I've been asking all the players that were in the important matchup to send me a little bit of clip because I've been doing these podcasts by myself. I really haven't had an, an interview in some time. Hopefully I'm going to change that with the closeout of the season. Episode 6 podcast, uh, holiday style edition. Um, you know, continue that theme going on. So there's more more to come, guys, for sure. But for now, I thought the best way to get some folks around is just basically have them talk on their phone about the other opponent or, as we've heard, um, the other teams and their own teams. Uh, I really think we've had some pretty awful um, attempts at, at shit-talking, but it just shows to the characters that we all are that uh, we choose to... Uh, Avoid karma in any way, shape, or form because we know that that's a bad thing. Uh, so, that said, let's hear what uh, what Pat has to say about Tally. Maybe he's going to come with the fire. I don't know. I don't see it happening, but let's see what he says. Tally, first off, I'd like to say congratulations on making it to the championship game. I'm looking forward to playing against you. Uh, I really am happy to see that Julio Jones is actually playing now. This way your team doesn't lose anybody else. Uh, hopefully, if everything goes the way I hope it goes, I will be sending you a bottle of orange Pedialyte if you drink your sorrows away so you can feel better the next day. Uh, other than that, good luck. I am looking forward to uh, defending my title and also retaining my title. And that is all I have to say. Hopefully, everything goes well. So there you have it, guys. Our current champion holding the plaque. Speaking like a true champion. Excited to be going against Tally in the championship. But however, confident in the fact that his team got him here again for two years back to back. And as of right now, as a projection state with anything other than that, I think think we're going to have the same, uh, same champion this year. So again... There's still a lot to happen, a lot of things to go on, uh, a lot of games to play. The Kansas City-Seattle game should be pretty uh, pretty intense tonight. Um, but the way the projections are looking right now, Pat, I'm tipping my cap to you. And uh, pending anything really going uh, crazily wrong, um, you're going to continue to be the champ, dude. So, man, kudos to you, dude. There's, that's a really, really cool cool thing to have. I mean, good thing we're not playing in that uh, that dynasty uh, situation where if someone wins back-to-back in the league, it just implodes and it's over. However, the rules now are a little bit different, so I know. But you were the one that introduced me to the Fantasy Footballers podcast. Um, and it's funny, actually, our um, our podcast logos are similar. Um, but then again, you know, how much can you do with a football and a mic? Uh, I really think our, our logo is awesome. So, Pat, to wrap that up um, and to wrap up the recap and uh, part two of episode five uh, of the BAS Fantasy Football Podcast, um, guys, we, you know, 
we got to come. We got to come stronger next year. Pat is Pat has a title, and he's trying to hold on to that for as long as possible. He's trying to keep that 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 the picture in the plaque. He's trying to, you know, come up with new creative names for a DOS person. Um, I will say that Blue Waffle Supreme. I may have nudged him on a little bit of the uh, idea. All right, we got Green Bay going here. Come on, throw it to Devontae Adams. Do it up. In fact, Pat would like that too. So let's get a little love. Nope, just a handoff. Okay. Anyway, so to close out this podcast, I thought it was only fair to continue with the Christmas theme and the traditions of what we've been uh, what we've been doing. Um, no, I'm not going to play another uh, chintzy little uh, guitar acoustic or anything along those lines. You know. As I was thinking of closing out the podcast and, and knowing that uh, you know, we didn't do the email this year, I, I'm trying to think of other creative ways rather than just me talking into my iPad. Um, so, you know, as I sit here uh, two days before Christmas, uh, two days before an official champion and a DOS member, um, league member, I, I thought of a, a way that we can uh, potentially um, get a little bit more into the season, you know, get into it. So... It's not a song, it's not anything along those lines, but, you know, I have to find a way to continuously try to express my creativity. Um, so before I go into what I put together and preface everything, I just want to say to, to everyone in the league, um, you know, have a Merry Christmas. Um, life is crazy. We are all on the go 24-7 most of the times. You know, this is the time of the year where we all kind of sit back, reflect, uh, you know, hang out with people that we, that we care and we, that we love and, you know, people that we do all this hard work for, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of really, I think we all take a look to be thankful for, for all the things that we, that we have and the things that we accomplish and the things that we continue to accomplish. Um, so that said, I, uh, I wish you all a, a Merry Christmas. Um, you know, hope you get everything that you want, uh, a plaque or a, a dong of shame or, you know, a cool 160 bucks to, uh, to either just give it right back to your commissioner. I don't know, but you know, you guys are all, all, all good friends of mine and, um, you know, just a really, really cool thing that we, that we got going on here. So that said, I thought going into Christmas and going into the end of, of, of a year, you know, what is, what is a very traditional thing that, that people do in, in the holiday times? And I started thinking about the stories and the songs and, of course, as Roman Lion goes. But then I was like, you know, what would be cooler than taking the tra- oldest traditional poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and reflecting on it and making more of a, of a BAS fantasy, uh, Night Before Championship? So, that said... That's exactly what the fuck I did this morning. I woke up at like 6.30. I ripped open the poem. I tried to insert shit that was relevant. Um, I will say now that I'm doing it after the 1 o'clock games, it may not be as relevant based off the outcomes of the scores right now, but regardless, I think it sounds pretty cool. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, to kick it off, we need to have a, need to have a little uh, holiday music. You know, because I'm all, I'm all about music. Music's just the fucking best, you know. And when I think about music and Christmas, you know who I think about? I think about Kenny G and his album's Miracles. So let's have him kick him off as we get into the, to the, to the night before fantasy championship poem.
upcoming catches. Is that a touchdown to Devontae Adams? Oh my god, have myself a Merry Christmas. Oh. You tell him, Kenny. You guys get some, uh, get some hot chocolate or uh, a candy cane. You know, grab one of his presents, the smaller ones. Shake it around a little bit, wonder what it is. Because this is, this is the holidays, motherfuckers. This is the BAS Fantasy League. I'll keep that going in the background. So, as I sit by my Christmas tree, I would like to go through this poem for you guys. Twas the night before Monday night, when all through the league, a winner will be claimed, but who will it be? The lineups were set, there was no hunt or wear, a season seven champion would soon be there. Patrick and Tally all snug in their beds, while visions of BAS glory danced in their heads. And Jeremy in his kerchief, and Al in his cap, are praying they don't have a dong of shame to recap. When out on the field, there arose such a clatter. Drew Brees and Big Ben threw touchdowns, so now what's the matter? Away to the TV, we all flew like a flash. A winner would get it all, the plaque, respect, and cash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen team gave the luster of a big black dick, so shameful and mean. When what to my wondering eyes should appear, we will have a champ and a loser in BAS seventh year. Cohen and Adams, they are so damn quick. Tally needs a nice present from good old Saint Nick. More rapid than the Eagles, his points as they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Stafford, now Jones, now Dix and Vixen. Take down Brown and Ryan and Adams and Mixon. To the, chop, to the top of the charts, to the top of the ranks. Now score a lot, catch the ball, and be good running backs. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So onto the field as they flew, with a ton of points on the board, and Greg Kittle too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the bottom that Nugget and Al screamed, St. Nick forgot him. Their teams are the worst, and soon there will be proof because the DOS is coming for one of you two. We have all seen that massive and glistening black beast from those giant black balls, 13 inches of shame to say the least. The DOS, how it twinkled. The black mess, how merry. At least the loser gets to sign the book written by Matthew Barry. Outside of the shame, the loser will see the plaque glistens in a different light, one of victory. Your name will sit on it for 2018. Will Pat be the first to repeat or will Tally win clean? Another year of fantasy and it's wonderful and true. I couldn't have asked for a better BAS crew. So as we wait to see who comes out on top, I'm taking a moment, a pause and stop to wish you all the best next year May your draft picks be great, and may your injuries stay clear. May you pick up the backup that does so well, and make sure to take that handcuff if you draft Le'Veon Bell. This is your commissioner, signing off just right. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Peace out.